Welcome to the January 17th, 2023 City of Angels City Council meeting. Rose, if you could um, take that. Oh, Mayor Herndon, Vice Mayor Moncada, Council Members Tiscordia. I am Newt Franklin. Council Members Brolio. Present. Council Member Tarot. Present. Staff. Thank you. Number two, Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Moving on to item number three, I'm looking for approval of the agenda as posted or any amendments that need to be made. Corrections or amendments? Any members of the public to amend or correct the agenda, Rose? No, the only one on right now is Rose. Okay. So we'd be looking for a motion. Thank you, Second. Council member Moncada. All in favor? Aye. Vice Mayor Moncada. Thank you. <laughs> You'll get it. I'm going to have a hard time, too. <laughs> New name. Uh, item number four, public comment. The public may address the council on any item of public interest, not otherwise on the agenda, that is within the jurisdiction of the city. No action may be taken. Matters to be addressed may be referred to city staff or placed on a subsequent meeting agenda. Speakers are limited to five minutes per person. Rose, do you have anybody online? I don't see anyone here that's interested in public comment. None? Okay. Moving on, we're going to go to consent agenda. Looks like we have four items on consent. Uh, does anybody have any comments or any reason to pull any items of consent? I have a question on privacy. Okay, so number or letter C is being pulled by off by Council Member Sherado. Anything else? We'll be looking for a motion for items A, B, and C. Council Member Broly? Looking for a second? I'll second. Council member with a Toronto. So those are passed. All in favor? Yeah, All in favor. Uh, any opposed? Opposed? No. Okay. Council member Toronto. Yeah, I'm going to a question about um, item F uh, on the back page. Um, HF. It said that the motion to approve resolution number 2305 as written, but it doesn't say who made that motion. Um, it just says seconded by Council Member Dolio. We can pull that completely and I'll fix it and bring it back. So I would have to go back and look at my notes. Okay. okay. So we'll take a look at the next thing. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you. Yeah, the proofreader. 
Moving on to regular agenda item A. Approved resolution 2308, authorizing the purchase of APN 06006006 for the Utica Park expansion and authorizing the city administrator to sign, authorize, and have recorded all relevant documents and agreements between us. Mayor, council members, um, this was previously a closed session item. An offer was made to the seller who accepted the council's offer. There have been two appraisals done on it. There's been a phase one side assessment. Today, our agreement was signed with the state. So, um, on approval, we would open escrow and hopefully have a quick escrow and take possession of the property. We also held a walkthrough today as part of our request for a proposal for the playground and that will be closed on the 30th so we hope to have a selection to your next meeting and i'll be happy to answer any questions i got a question so we had budgeted four hundred thousand. we bought it for week money and there's an escrow fee of 30 that's a fifty thousand dollar savings is there any plans at the moment Put that fifty thousand dollars somewhere else, or just kind of hold it as a buffer as things will go over. Things will go. Over. Yeah, it's an overall. It's yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It didn't have to go for okay. No. My only comment is that I want to make sure that we um, somehow put signs up that it's it's still not to be for public access. I don't want anybody walking around on the. On the structures and falling and getting hurt so some sort of fencing or even if it's construction fencing that i know will likely go up sooner than later that's my only comment once we accept ownership i want to make sure we're protecting ourselves so once um once the contract is signed with the state which i signed it this morning and then we're just waiting for them to finalize it the contract. But, um, then we can go ahead and move forward um, with the family Conservation Corps, Conservation Corps for cleanup, and they can start cleaning up. And then part of that, um, they were going to do some fencing within that as well. Good. Um, there are some. So moving right along, do we have any members of the public that would like to comment on item 6A? Nate, you want to comment on item 6A, Nate? No, I'm good. Any members uh, online, Red? So bringing that back, we would be looking for a motion to approve the resolution and direct the city administrator. I'll make the motion to approve resolution 23-08. Question from Councilmember Brolia. 
Second. Second from Vice Mayor Moncada. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Moving to item 6B, discussion and approval of a fee waiver for the Volunteer Center of Calaveras Banner. Amy Mayor and Council members, this is for $255.38. That is the portion that the city spends. Gold Electric has already donated their time to this, which is 270. Um, the Volunteer Center of Calaveras basically acts sort of as a clearinghouse. People who need help contact them. They also encourage people to volunteer, train them how to volunteer. And they, when somebody needs something that somebody wants to provide volunteer services, they put the two together and there you have it. Um, this basically is just sort of an advertisement to get more people to sign up to volunteer as well as to promote their upcoming um, uh, sweetheart supper country. I can't answer any questions. Okay, anybody have any questions for Ms. I? When is their sweetheart supper? February 11th. So I want to comment and send you a question, but we seem to continuously be getting these. So I'm assuming that the process of people fill out the application, if they can't or don't want to pay, then they are welcome to come to us, which is why we get all these, correct? Um, I think we all know where I stand on this. So I've said it multiple times. However, is there any way or how can we go about moving forward to either setting some type of fee schedule, which is plain and simple, you know, either it's this or don't pay your banner. That's just my opinion. Um, but to, I just feel like we keep getting these one-off costs within the end, I think, end up equaling a lot more money. Um, Cause it feels like last month, you know, we got the sign and now it's this banner and next month it's probably gonna be another banner. So I guess my question is more so to Rebecca, can we come up with some type of fee schedule, um, even if we're allotting X amount of money toward this, maybe there's some type of uh, parameters that they need to fit in, whether it's that they're nonprofits, that they, um, this will, different things. This will actually go away because they will have an alternative yeah. when we put up our banner posts. Right, at, but until that point. It, yeah, that exactly which could be up to six months away. Yeah. Then they'd have something that they would, we would direct them, hey, you can afford affordable. a big banner over the highway, right. then go to our little one for if you don't have to charge. The thing I do like about this is that Gold Electric did donate their portion, so we're not paying them on top of what we need to get it right. uh, an app. Right, I agree, but then I'm also a little bit frustrated. So where were they on the, you know, like on the other one? I, they like, must have gone to them and asked us what I'm guessing. They, they had, had they directly went to them. They did, and in the past, Gold Electric has donated to them. So for this cause, um, they're in Perconic, but that's this. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Okay. Do you know what they're doing banners throughout the county? Uh, I am not aware of banners throughout the county. They only mentioned that. Okay. Have they done this in the past? Yes, they have. This banner. And how, how long will this banner be at? Two weeks? Um, two to three. We're actually trying to make it less expensive and time consuming for everybody by whenever we take something down, put something up. 
there's a two to three weeks. The $255.38 is hard cost of our time, our staff time. We have to pay for that somewhere and somehow we can't just make it go away. We have to have, we have to have flagging and yeah, all the time. Have to get a closure from the south have to call in, have to call in after we're done. Um, so, I mean, we could certainly uh, set up some sort of a kind of a like a community support and open it up maybe for a time period. And, say, and that's what we see, but um, if you have a banner you want to go up this year, you have until February 15th to get that in. It's not the same as well. Right, so, so whatever it is. Going yeah. to, so, like, we have the sign done to And then that way we can decide at that point we've got, say, $5,000. We know we can divvy it up and get whoever. That makes me feel more comfortable because otherwise I feel like it's a question of each time and I want to make sure that at least. I'm being fair, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. and it's hard because we don't see them all. Right, we get them, we get them one at a time. It might, it might get people can on board with trying to plan their year in advance, but there's still going to be the one-offs of, I didn't uh, know, I didn't yeah, know. Or this just happened and now I have approval to have this event. If I'm not mistaken, Amy, we do have a list of the normal ones that we do every single year, correct? It looks like not too long ago, right? That is correct. That we, okay. And it is very difficult to get nonprofits who right. are composed volunteers to plan that yet. Right. Well, if it means saving money, I know I sit on several boards. I would get on top of that. So was this one on that list? I can't remember. No, this was an add-on. It was not. Um, in part because of COVID, we had several of those where the events weren't held for two right. or three years. And all of a sudden, they're coming back and they're going, Oh, when did you implement a fee to cover your costs? It used to be, we just, you know, so there's been a bit of a surprise for some. So, I mean, I would say, yeah, I would say non-profit non that um, promote some sort of a cultural welfare that benefits the city, you know, would, would be appropriate. Um, this is the underserving or an underserved community that they're serving. Right. Right. That, right. Um, yeah, you just have to there has to be a public benefit. Right. That's that's the whole concept. So there has to be a public benefit nexus mm -hmm. for any sort of um right. right. So any money they spend on a banner takes away directly from the underserved in our community. Correct. That's the correlation. That's the difference in some of our and, and we still have this. I'm going back to last meeting. We have budget for this one, right? Well, because we can do we the, that. 50, we have the fifty-five thousand right. that we economic development stimulus helping, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that could fit back into this. This two hundred fifty-five can come out of all of them. And here we have already. We're on your item. Oh, you are. Yeah, I would have been here on the Red Cross nest with me. That's okay. I'm sorry. I'm always afraid to turn this off because we are set three hours. We are, um, we are ready to tell us how many of you can talk to me. No, I'm going to go ahead and open the door. 
<laughs> and the podium's right there behind you. Oh. How are you? Hey, hey, God. We've been talking a lot, man. We should. You're okay. You're good. You're good. Good evening. Um, as executive, I wrote this because I tend to uh, go down rabbit holes and your timing is short. So, um, so executive as executive director of Volunteer Center Calaveras County since 2001 or thereabout, I am so honored to work with um, many, many others in service to our communities. That's what all our partners, that's a requirement. Do you have community stamp on your heart? We want to play. Uh, so partnering with Calgary Unified School District and engaging the public, we've been developing a volunteer campus on the lower terrace of San Andreas Elementary so as to be ready to provide support and be part of the solution in a public emergency whenever and wherever possible. Uh, from the beginning in the early 1980s up until COVID burst onto the scene, we administered a volunteer transportation program ensuring folks could stay in their homes for as long as was safely possible. This not only connected them to healthcare and their daily life destinations, it was instrumental in fighting the dangers of isolation. And um, we all know that without transportation, there is no healthcare. So, anyway, but uh, we've been working on that for years, and the hospital has been fabulous. Um, because we could not physically distance in our personal vehicles and the toll COVID took on our volunteer drivers, we discussed our COVID concerns with expertise within public health and Red Cross. The, in the interest of public safety, we decided to err on the side of caution and discontinue the volunteer transportation program, and it was not an easy decision. Uh, as a snapshot of the Volunteer Center's engagement with residents of the Angels Camp, we can share that 53 Angels Camp residents received multiple rides, I mean many, sometimes every week, sometimes once a month, um, multiple rides to critical destinations over the course of the past five years. Six volunteer drivers uh, are or were residents of Angels Camp, so we've been pretty involved with Angels Camp. We started a dozen years or so with a, in a weedy field and one leaky portable classroom and no plumbing. Since then, the community has provided a driveway, graded the site, moved and upgraded portable classrooms, including concrete foundations. Everything from the culvert, the driveway, the grading construction, the toilet paper, and the paint on the walls has been provided or donated by the community. Staying to, true to our mission to address unmet needs in the county, we invited the Optimist Club and the Manzanita Writers Press to share our office space at no cost. Um, our American Red Cross Gold Country Chapter needs a permanent place, centrally located facility from which to meet, train, and rapidly respond. So we also invited them to join us as we work to provide the missing connected tissue between the volunteers and local efforts that need their help. We are proud to say the Red Cross moved in with it three and a half years ago. The American Red Cross responds whenever and wherever needed to alleviate human suffering in the face of disaster, as I'm sure you probably know. In the past years, our Gold Country Red Cross chapter has responded to 42 DAT calls. Those are disaster action teams that we deployed. Home fires, all different um, uh, emergencies. We opened 26 shelters, some for just a few hours, but they were open nonetheless. Provided nine canteen services, completed 13 exercises with either local fire or cow fire, 
and the fire department allowed us to train CERT and Red Cross volunteers in one of their days 31 times. The fire department and local angels camp businesses supported our sheltering mission with donated foods and goods um, or at a reduced cost. And the list goes on. We can only locally, we can only go back five years in that database, but that's what we got for them. The Optimist Club, Nancy Reagan, Riders Press, Red Cross, and your Volunteer Center continue to believe that real success is always dependent upon the partnerships we cultivate. Thanks to all who continue to help when and where they can. Thanks to Gold Electric for waiving their fees to assist nonprofit efforts in the county. They do it every year for us. Um, and thanks to you, our Angel Camp City Council, for considering a waiver of your banner fees. Our website is calaverasvolunteer.com. It's singular because it only takes one to make a difference. So go be that. And I brought copies of this in case anybody wants. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I get just not going to any other public comments. Possibly anybody on that one? Do you have any other banners being hung up around the county at the same time as this one? Do you have the one that like in Arnold or Murphy? We'd love to um, invest in one more banners because they have such a wonderful message. Right. You know. Okay. And so even if we don't, it's not for an event. It just makes people sigh. <laughs> so if we, if you know of another place where we could find me, let me know. There's um, no, okay. okay, so bringing that back here to council. Um, the only thing I'd like to say, Marty, is you did make a, a request uh, for us to waive our banner fees. And I think I just want to reiterate that these are not necessarily banner fees. These are big oh. costs. These are these are costs that the city um, has to incur regardless. I think it's wonderful that you've already um, reached out to Gold Electric and, and looked like you've got $270 in your favor already. So um, the $255 here that is still um, a hard cost for the city, um, I do not find that that is um, adequate to, to be speaking to our economic development. That just doesn't fit the profile. You mentioned uh, Council Member Chisorni mentioned it at the, at the last meeting. That's not what I envision our economic development to be. Um, it is definitely a, an outsource. It is definitely a, um, a, a giving back to the community, but it is not doesn't fit the profile for me and that bucket of money. So um, that's the way I'd like to address this is by speaking to that, to that nature. And we have another, did I raise my hand? No, go ahead. Okay, do we have another way or another source of taking this money from somewhere else? It's because, I mean, I agree with, basically what I said at the last meeting that I just don't find this to be economic development spending. But if we find another place we can pull it out of, that's fine. But I, yeah, that's my So I, I, guess, I guess I would say not everything that Destination Angel Camp was doing had to do with economic development or I mean some of the things that they were doing had to do with um so-called outreach for various programs that didn't have anything to do with economic development. So um you know at the end of the day we're halfway through the fiscal year. We budgeted fifty five thousand even if they came up with a contract um you still have 
spend $27,000 um, for the second half of the fiscal year to do something with. You can change the flavor to whatever you want. There just has to be a public benefit. So, okay, well, then I think we need to change what we call it. Well, right now it's just a line item for destination mm -hmm. camp, that's what it's called. Okay, that's all it's listed at. That's all it says. I mean, it's, under a, it's under a, a budget called community support. Right. It's just, it just does not be spent on economic development, right? And or am I, right. It does not be spent on economic <laughs> development by itself. So, for me, gold lectures are important. Yeah, community support is a method for use of verbiage, in my opinion. Right. I totally think right. it's a community support issue. I don't think that it's an economic development issue. Right. When we think back to the survey that we just went through, one of the things that um, was highlighted was the um, like safety, the safety in our community, and that definitely provides safety for our elderly and who can't get around. And that's one of the big problems. We don't have that driver yeah. program anymore, but we support the Red Cross mm -hmm. in all those efforts. Gotcha. So, I think so, sorry. No, no. So for me. We can spend a pool of money kind of however we want. I mean, it's just a pool of money out there and economic development, stimulus, I mean, however we want to, I think. Um, gold is waived their portion, electric gym, which is awesome. Um, and it's not just helping this, it's helping Red Cross Optimus um, for 255 bucks. I think it's well served in our community. So there's my two cents. Um, really quickly, the only comment that I want to make is I think it's more so for me and my brain. It's so. We're not at fifty-five thousand before, correct? Because we gave some of that money last meeting. Yeah, so it's like fifty-three thousand. No, so I think uh, no, it's like still fifty-four because they were we were doing we two-thirds. No, we did two-thirds. Yeah, so it's more so just talking out loud or thinking out loud. Um, that of so that like what we're gonna look at in the next six months to be like, hey, whoever comes at us for money yeah. for posters and for banners or whatever it is that we can. Just like, I guess in my brain, what I'm thinking is for the rest of the year, is that what we're going to budget or play with? Just act like we're not. It seems like we're going to want to put something just, out to the community saying, hey, we've got this funding. Do we need new awnings? Do we need to do this? Do we need to, like, right. do stuff downtown? Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking that while we're talking about this and we're saying, oh, we've got 55000 we've got 55000 if I'm somebody out there who's listening, not that a whole bunch of people <laughs> listen to our meetings, but then it's like, oh, well, they have 55000 well, I need twenty five. so who's to say that I don't show up at your next meeting and say, hey, I need this money. It's and that's part of my, like, public benefit. Right. It has to benefit the city of Angles. But that's it's part of my wanting parameters to go out so that way that people can know that they can come to us. We have money. We're willing to share this money and spend it for your benefit. But it's not just, hey, this is free for all. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's where my biggest concern with all this, especially going into this item, came from. But I, feel, and I, I agree I, with that. And I agree with you on that. Um, our fiscal year starts June, no, July 1st. I feel like that's a good starting point for that, unfortunately. Right. Because we're already almost in February. I mean, pretty much, yeah. And we have to agree on another one. We can keep the rest of it for the rest of the year and roll it over into next year. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I'm, um, just, I'm just thinking that from the perspective of an outside source, too, you know. Okay. Council members, just going. Enablement as community support, then. Right. That, that's my which is late. Well, not, that it. is the budget. Mm -hmm. right.
Okay, so having said that, it looks like we've all got a clear idea of where the money would potentially be coming from. Uh, at this point, we are considering the approval of a fee waiver for $255.38 for um, a community benefit cause, and we're looking for a motion. I'll make a motion to approve the $255.38. I'll second. Okay, we have a motion from Council Member Brolio, a second from Council Member Sherrata. Looking for all in favor? Aye. Aye. Council Member Discornia? Aye. Any, any opposed? Okay, five votes. Yeah. Moving on to one. I know it's online. Uh, can you share one thing? The reason we put this website up is to draw people to the website, the banner, because that's where they can. We like the the Angels Kent Museum and Hospice and all the great organizations have their volunteer opportunities posted on there. And so that's where people can find their passion and go be fabulous and just do their thing. We don't keep data, you know, pretty much. Um, we, just, we don't want to hold their hand. We need them to be independent volunteers. But that's why we put banner up so we can draw people to find uh, things that interest them to do. So thank you for that. I will tell you also that I had not visited your website. I did it today, and I thought it was pretty neat that you can tell the volunteer opportunities there on what day. We would love your feedback. You know, anything that's wrong with it is my fault because years ago we realized that what was missing was the connection, the connective tissue uh, between the volunteers and those that needed their help years ago. And we went, we need a website. Well, so Mark, you're gonna do that. <laughs> so anyway, I found somebody that, that did websites, but I was too involved with it. I didn't want it to become laborious and costly because uh, we are the volunteer center. And um, uh, so I put a lot of roadblocks on it, you know, and I said, we don't want to hold their hand. They had a design an application so people could sign up. And go, people don't want to sign up, they just want to. See something go, I can do that and go be back. So, do you have um, volunteers uh, to, because um, we've been getting questions at the city hall about uh, volunteers that want to maybe cut wood and provide it to seniors or people who can't afford firewood? Well, uh, we don't have volunteers. People sometimes think we're like a taxi service. I call right and I order somebody. But are you aware of um, anyone who's doing that? On the Nextdoor app okay. in Rancho, it's all over the place. Yeah. People we have I've got down trees, I will cut them up and I will deliver them to you. Well, I'm just thinking with the storms, we yeah. have a ton of down trees and they're um, on private yeah, property and they don't know what to do with them. Okay. Right. And they're not our responsibility. And um, so we, we can't take them for them, we can't chop them up for them. So it's trying and they may not be able to afford someone to come and get rid of the, right. the tree debris. So um, it's oak, so I'm just trying to figure out if there's people in the community that would be interested in doing that and then there's people in the community that need the firewood, that might be an option. Well, somebody, a few people have put it out there on the Nextdoor app saying I've got wood or 
I've got a trailer if you need to haul something away. And somebody said, I've got an old wet piece of carpet. Can you take it for me? Okay. Things like that. It's happening and it's all over that. So I would recommend they do that. Thank you, Thank you Mark, for being fabulous. For being fabulous. And what is your banner? Uh, oh, well, uh, Gold Electric has it. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Gold Electric doesn't have it. Um, uh, Gateway Press has it. He's checking the seat. The so you need it. Uh, Gold Electric will pick it up from. Within uh, the overview of the Brown Act changes for 2023. Okay. So there are several changes uh, that are happening to public meetings. Um, yes. New legislation yes. went into effect on January 1st. Um, so the COVID 19 state of emergency um, will end on February 28th. So that um, item that we keep having this. On the agenda um, that allows uh, council members to remote in and all that stuff, that that will be ending. However, what will be replacing it um, will be a new option. So the first thing is um, um, you can hold. We can hold remote public meetings without identifying each teleconference location um, so and you don't have to make each location accessible to the public um but it only um used under limited circumstances and that expires january 1st of 2026. um there has to be if there's um just cause or emergency so um if you have a child care issue or caregiving of a family member if you have a contagious illness um that would prevent you from attending if you um have a need related to a physical or mental disability um if you're traveling while on business of this legislative body or another state or local agency um so uh okay so the thing is is that you have to notify this board at the earliest possible opportunity including at the start of the meeting so if 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 you're gone you have to say it at the beginning um of the need to participate remotely you need to give a general description of why and it needs to meet one of the criteria that i just went over um and then you make that request of the body and then there would have to be a vote to approve at the very beginning at the very beginning of, yes you can only use the just cause provision for two meetings per calendar year um and you cannot use that provision for more than three consecutive months or 20 percent of the agency's regular meetings so if we all if we only met once per month um or two times per month you just figure out what 20 percent of the meetings are and that's that's it um and then uh let's see so if you so if you meet all that you guys vote on it you say yes 
you can do that or we'll allow you to, to remote attend. The member who is remotely attending has to have their camera on. Um, yeah, I'm you. You have to provide a way for the public to hear and see and address that legislative body. And um, we must provide notice on how public can access the meeting and offer comments. I think that it's good to have online meetings just because it it can help the public who maybe it doesn't work within their schedule to be here to still participate. Or if they have kids at home or you know, whatever their circumstances are a parent or right. whatever. Um, that the public can still participate in the meeting. The rules about attendance really are um, geared around the council members themselves or the board members. Um, but I think how, continuing to have the public meetings, I think, is extremely beneficial for public. Um, and then our agenda has to identify um, the opportunity for the public to attend and directly address. Uh, you through a call-in option, which we have available, an internet-based service option, which they can put a comment in the chat if they need to, um, or they can come to the podium and put that. So we have done those three options mm -hmm. right now. Um, you cannot require comments to be submitted before the start of the meeting. We don't, anyway. So. Um, and the public must be allowed to make real-time public comments. So if we said, you know, we're not going to allow anyone to make any public comment until the end of the meeting, after all of the items are done. So um, if there's a disruption to the meeting broadcast or the ability to take call-in or internet-based comment, um, then we, we can't Take any further action until the issue is resolved. That's not a problem. <laughs> so um, we'll just, uh, I think we've been pretty good so that's far. Whether or not, that's regardless if we have a council member zooming yeah. in, it's just if we continue with members of the public to be able to call it. Yes. If we have a glitch in our system, we would have to pause our Palmer meeting, meeting and that. Yeah. So um, we, have resolved whatever issue we were having because um, it seems like we haven't had many we might have issues. I want to say it's more so when we have a cooler house. Yeah. So there might be more people on the Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. So um, we can maybe set up a specific Wi-Fi just for the meeting or look at getting um but are after. they on wi-fi here i don't know i'm just saying because it's, it's not it's not if they're, if they're, they're at home right? yeah if they're at home it doesn't impact the connectivity correct no. correct right. so when you have a full house there is usually that's when you've noticed the problem yeah mm -hmm. or whether you know i was gonna say weather, weather sure. the other thing yeah so we um yeah we may need to to figure that out. Um, well, and staff, you know, we have a lot of staff that are on the Wi-Fi. So if they're in-house, I don't know. I was just thinking it was a lot of people potentially on the Wi-Fi. I don't see that there. I just touched them up and locked. There's Angels Fire 5G and 2.4. 2.4G. They're both locked. Right, but if we have but 10 members of yeah. staff here and they're on. Right, yeah. exactly. So we need to tell them where's Nate. 
Yeah. So um so we'll just wanna be mindful of that. So mm -hmm. if we are having connectivity issues, we may have to look at um expanding our bandwidth here um or uh not permitting public Wi-Fi or not allowing people to use the Wi-Fi while the meeting's going on here. So we'll have to kind of cross that bridge, but uh, that's just something to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And then um we also have to implement a procedure for receiving and resolving um, requests for reasonable accommodation for uh, individuals with disabilities. Um, but we have we have single uh, for access. So, yeah. um, Um, the other thing is if we just, uh, so if we had um, documents that are distributed to all of you less than 72 hours before the meeting, they would have to be distributed to the public. So we would have to make copies and have them available here for the public. And also we have to have that as a um, yeah. uh, attachment within the meeting itself. And um, Is this one here about the 18 years or older? That is the one in your home. Remember, put it in your Will that be the big closed session? Open session one with the game. Yeah. Any time you can come to the meeting. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure why that is there. That's a weird one. Yeah. But if, I mean, yeah. You've got to declare it as something you ever Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there is some debate uh, in terms of it just putting the materials online is adequate. Um, the, the court is saying that's still going to be the Brown Act for the posting. Um, no, for the materials. So if you got handed, you know, a bunch of forms and we put them online and say they're they're online, they're saying that's still going to be adequate. Because if we had members of the public sitting here, they don't have access to them. So we still have to have, we have to have both. Um, and then uh, Health Cities is still working to resolve some of the issues uh, that are in here. Um, and then the other thing, and we really haven't had these issues, thank goodness. <laughs> we just want to connection. Oh, there you go. I put my mouth on the hang on. Sorry. I did the other right back that we threatened the major. Yeah. So if if we so they cover disruptive conduct uh, in public meetings. So there's been a rise in disruptive and threatening behavior in public meetings. Um so they uh legislation uh passed um SB eleven hundred and that would allow the presiding um member of the legislative body conducting a meeting or their designate so usually it's going to be the mayor or vice mayor to remove someone from disrupting uh, i think there's been a concern about removing disrupted disruptive public from meetings that you're violating their right to have a public meeting um, but if they're being disruptive of the public meeting we have the authority to remove them um, 
generally speaking, uh, we don't have a lot of controversial items on the agenda. Um, if we did, I would generally recommend we would just have Scott or someone from uh, the police be here, and then you could uh, just give him a nod. Give him a nod. Yeah. And, you know, get him out. Um, so there's that. Um, however, thank goodness, I, I, since I've been here, I've not seen that uh, level of disruption. Uh, and uh, that's about it. But I mean, I think the biggest thing is it's it's that you still have the ability to remote in. Um, there's also a it's the majority have to be here though listed in here. So no more than two people could be attending virtually at, at one time. I think not. I believe so. Um, I think it's, it, yeah, I think it's the majority. So no more than two can be out. Um, so I would just make sure if, if one of you, you know, if, if two of you are traveling for work and then one has a, um, yeah, Childcare issue, childcare issue, or sick, that would be three. We, we would not be able to legally have a meeting. We would have a couple. So um, just be aware of that. Uh, and then we'll just try to make note of that. Um, but yeah. So um, that's the biggest thing. And it's um, Rose will do her best trying to keep track of how many, uh, how many just cause. Uh, Provision, you can also never does, but um, just we appreciate it. You kind of self regulate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, just and two of the excuses for every year. So, we can mix a couple of years a year, too. Yes. So, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. this doesn't preclude you from just not going out. Oh, yeah, during right. vacation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, or just later. Yeah. But it's just, you can't really do it. Yeah. No. Right. Uh, it's really interesting so. if you're sick in bed and you're like, hey, and you have to have the camera. Yeah. They just want to visit. Audio in. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll see. Right. Maybe they'll regret that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at some point, yeah. Okay. Any questions? Sure. It's interesting because we have to sit through this with each of our, at least I've had to, with each of our committees. And the interpretation of each committee has been slightly different. This one has been on par with COG. This one sounds exactly like COG, but I have one that was like, you can meet in this no meeting. So I'm like, that's not. No. <laughs> And within uh you know within each uh bylaw within the bylaws of each uh, body it stipulates it, it stipulates a lot of that in terms of how many meetings you commit and all of that anyway. 
So um, this just has to do with you know the legislative body of the particular agency and political body. That this goes into effect January first, but because we're the COVID um, goes oh, right. through February. We're running under that one. Gotcha. So that one runs out because that one's a little more free and easy. Right. And then we'll go. So if that one gets extended, right. mm -hmm. and that works. Okay. Thank oh, you for that. Public oh, moving on. Sorry, we need to have public comment on this item for the Brown Act changes. Any members of the public road? Gretel, you don't have any comments on this? No. Okay. So we're good. Okay, so bringing it back, it was just an overview, so thank you for that. And moving on to item seven, administrative report. Um, okay, so uh, just to give you an update on the storm damage and what's been going on there. Um, we're continuing to have briefing meetings every morning at 11, seven a week. Um, in addition to that, I've been on a daily uh, public officer um, briefing with um, uh, the state at two, I think. Um, I've also been on meetings with regards to housing and uh, uh, for uh, the unhoused, so kind of addressing homeless in the county um, and private information for them uh, so that they can uh, get services uh, where they need them. Uh, today, we had uh, the Red Cross at Luke Park distributing flood uh, cleanup supplies. And they will be uh, back out in the county on Thursday. Um, this time they'll be in Feeney Park, Mountain Ranch Community Center, and at Jenny Lynn Firehouse. Um, that's all on our website. I also posted it on Facebook as well. Um, we have uh, kind of extensive, um, there's been extensive emergency closures and openings, lots of down trees, lots of uh, road damage throughout the county. In terms of the city, we have road damage on the Greenberg Creek uh, Road. We had um, some uh, concerns on Murphy Grade Road, um, and we had concerns on Bird's Way as well. It's so uh, I worked on submitting our uh, initial damage estimate with regards to roads um, to the Department of Transportation, specifically the roads that they care about, which would be federal aid roads, uh, minor and major collector roads. So that would be Gray Road, um, 49. Um, and so we had a lot of trees that just kind of impacted everything. So a lot of uh, emergency uh, uh, clean up on all of those. Uh, engineering came out and did some initial assessments on uh, Murphy's grade as well as looked at Greenswood Creek. So he's uh, working on some ideas with those. Um, is Greenswood Creek a minor collector? That's a major collector. It is a major. Uh, no. Is that possible? Um, yeah. For under DOT, yeah. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, lots of flooding. I think overall there was like through countywide. I think we went through like two 
hundred tons of sand. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where all the sand goes, but, but there's going to be a lot of logical, logical ball courts mm -hmm. all over the county. Stack at a time. We uh, have identified some things that we need to um, fix going forward, just so it would make it easier. For instance, we have a lid station that doesn't have a transfer switch, and when the power went out, Greenhorn, that made it extremely difficult because uh, there was no power. So we've worked very closely with county OES in um, putting task requests to them to get some assistance. Um, I don't know if any of you looked at Utica Park. After that wind, it looked like a tornado went mm -hmm. through there. It was horrible. Um, we worked with uh, County OES. They um, tasked the Valentino crew to come in, and you could have a wedding there right now. They did a really, really good job. So um, in addition to that, they've helped fill sandbags and have, it, uh, have them ready for uh, people to come in and get those. And it's not just uh, Angel's Camp residents that are getting that sand and sandbags. They're coming from everywhere just trying to, to get them where they can. So um, we've had a lot of sand delivered from Caltrans and from Public Works. We've had um, the Department of Water Resources um, get us uh, additional sandbags. So it's been a really collaborative process. So I'm very happy with that. Uh, we submitted the, um, the declaration to the state OES, so we're on the list in terms of uh, state, state aid. Um, we were added to Governor Newsom's letter to, uh, to the president to add us to the um, emergency or major disaster declaration. Haven't heard back yet. As of today, we're still not added to that declaration. To the um, state one, to the PR for the state, not for okay, the state. So okay. Yeah. And at this point, um, as of yesterday, there's only three counties that have been deemed major disaster. Major disaster is where um, hazard mitigation grants come in, as well as public assistance and individual assistance. So that is not on the table for all of the other counties. I think almost every it's almost every single county that has um, declared, but um, as of yesterday, only uh, I think 41 are still not part of the uh, major. They're only part of the emergency declaration. The emergency declaration mainly takes care of the um, emergency opening and closing and immediate kind of um, uh, emergency preparedness measures, mm -hmm. not um, any any like rebuild grants or anything like that. So um, we're continuing to work very closely with our county OEFs and with state OEFs to try to make sure that we can um, get on that major declaration. The uh, cumulative costs to date, countywide, is over two million dollars in um, just just not in terms of repair damages, but in terms of just expenses related to um, everything that, that we've all had to do. And that is more than the 2019 or 2017. And both of them were major declarations. So we're not entirely sure why it's more difficult to get this one, but um, 
we're just continuing to work uh, together and trying to get that um, to move forward. Mm. But that's where that is. Um, we still have one more storm coming in, and then we should be have a have a, have a break. Was this the one tomorrow night? Um, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is going to be very cold tonight, so expect ice. Um, so that's kind of the next danger that we have is a lot of icy roads, um, and uh, so that's something that will. That, that creates a whole nother slew of concerns and issues. So that is the storm. Any questions on that? Um, in terms of a strategic plan update, I got the draft the end of last week. I have not had a chance to review it. Um, the, um, I will be working with department heads to kind of take an initial um, review of it, just to look at it, see what's in there, and then we will put that on the next agenda for overall council review. And um, see if you have any other questions or changes or concerns with it. And then next meeting we will be doing the financials and um, budget mid-year budget adjustments and all that good stuff. Um, the um, Kindness. Oh, and next meeting is kindness. So that will be on the agenda. I remember from my first meeting mm -hmm. to put it on <laughs> for this one. Uh, you want to find your one here? Yeah, February. Yeah. Because yeah. I had an email from Jim and I was just gone. I don't know where it went to. <laughs> I saw it and then it, it, it actually right here. I have it on there too. No, I made it out back then, so I added it back then. But she was very impressed with that and grateful for it. She's like, wow, look at that. So, um, yeah, so kindness. And then um, we're continuing to get damage. Oh, this also on the storm update. We're continuing to get damages from individuals and, um, and continuing to um, relay that information to County OAS and, um, and uh, the uh, the other agencies that need that information to try to get people help. Thus far, I think almost every person who has responded does have insurance. Um, the issue is like uh, they might have a really high deductible on their insurance and they have a tree, you know, or several trees that have fallen and their deductible is like $4,000 and they just can't afford it. So that's kind of where I'm like, but we're seeing those deaths in there. Or we can't yet because we're not declared. Gotcha. No. I know. But there's mm -hmm. what is there? Well, um, available potentially. But and so that's why I'm. If we can find, because I know there's people that come into the city and ask, you know, whose wood is that over there? Or, you know, we're trying to find, you know, find places to get wood. If we can just navigate that, navigate that, then problem solved. There's a lot of trees. I mean, there were a lot of trees in coming down. There were yeah. a, a lot. The building downtown, the old uh, style shop. Yes. Yeah. Old, yeah. Is that just toast? Yeah. The old backside is. Yeah. Sure. Um. So. Uh. So on that note, um. Uh. The building inspector has gone around and specifically done damage assessments, and if they are uninhabitable um, anymore, 
um, then he's writing it up that way. I'm signing off on it, and then we're giving it to um, our staff to go ahead and work through a suspension of water and sewer mm -hmm. services because they are not going to get. And that um, is permitted. That's why we made that change. Oh. So, um, yeah, that's um, how's our ordinance lady doing? Into all this, but she been here or the code blank. Yeah. Oh yes, she has. Um, we we uh, I kind of made the executive decision to not issue code compliance violations during the holidays or over the holidays. Yeah. I thought that would be me. And then You're the two sides. <laughs> <laughs> and then the storms came. Yeah. And so right. um, took care of some things blew away. The dump day we had too. Yeah. yeah. Which we went out there because I watched the radar and I saw there was a half hour it was not going to be raining. So I threw the mattresses in the truck and we went down there and it wasn't raining at that moment, but it did not look very busy. Yeah. So unfortunately. Yeah. So, and those um, kids were just like in all their like, yeah. rain gear, just like, uh, like miserable for them. Yeah. So, yeah. And we need to hope that they redo that. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at stuff too. I'm all, uh, you can just stay here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to figure something out. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so Irma is is uh, coming up again. She is, what days is she here? She's here on Thursdays. Thursday. So she's uh, working through the the items that um, she has, and also um, now we have some new ones and the priority list and the priority list. Yeah, she said Thursday. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, council report. We'll start with. Sure, I had a museum meeting, um, and so some of the things we talked about was uh, they passed a new fiscal year budget. Um, the Sierra Railway, that is like the little miniature um, train that's in there. They're looking, they're they're uh, looking at um, finding somebody to repair that, and they think they've got a good lead, which is great. Um, they are purchasing a smart TV with a stand to do their lecture series with and have it actually down in um, the the main museum um, with all the And then uh, the lecture series has been going on and they have uh, a new member on their board and um, it's her name is escaping me. I think it's Jamie. Um, and she's been putting together a lecture series for children and parents of Calaveras County. So she's got a great um, calendar and it's starting in May with Jump Into the Museum. And then um, June, Strike It Rich. July, Join the Fire Brigade. August, The Real City of Angels and the Art of Bartending and Trade and the Creation of the uh, uh, Black Currency or the Fiat Currency. But Anyway, there's some really, really inventive good things happening over there, which is um, great. I think having more kids coming into the museum is definitely a plus. But they're having, um, they've been having a great year. They're doing a fundraiser. They're targeting a fundraiser for an April event. 
um, the Andrew Gilliardo um, update, and then they're also looking at doing a night at the museum fundraiser as well, which is a fundraiser fundraiser. Yeah, so uh, lots going on there. Um, we are looking at, and um, I proposed to Martin that we get an MOU between the city and the foundation, just so we know who's responsible for what and what lanes everybody stays in. And so, because there's a lot of things that come up in this meeting, is that the city's responsibility or not our responsibility? So this will help kind of just um, get that organized. There's that, and then. Um, how bad there's, how bad is their sign? It's really bad. Yeah, yeah. the one side looks good, the other side looks. It has to be right. Does it? Yeah. It, 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 I was looking at trying to figure out, like, how was that even up there? Um, it was a whole wooden frame, and it just blew it off. Out of the rock, and it just cracked. Oh, uh, yeah. and then the rock. Billy found so. a piece of it out in the road, and he like, yeah. Oh, like it that. It's not, it's not, yeah. Um, the other thing with uh, the Central Sierra Economic Development, um, the High Road Transition Council is the planning body for the Eastern Sierra SURF program, and they have an application out right now. And then um, I'm still trying to understand, like, what that is though. Like I, I were you on that email because if not I can send that yeah, to you. But I, I read yeah I don't know either. And I'm still I'm not you entirely sure we'll, we'll we can we can email them. Call them. I need it in language terms. Uh the the um WAC meeting was cancelled in January because they didn't have all their stuff that they needed. So that's being moved to February but that's gonna be on you guys. And then the solid waste task force is Coming back together and our meeting for the first of the year will be next Monday. I have put my application and I have to you have to apply to that every year and be appointed by the um, supervisor. So they have my application. So that should be coming to them on Tuesday. Okay. And you have to do yours too. That's not good. That's my um, I think I, something was emailed to me and I okay, think that's perfect. And I'm considering that to be an application. Yep. That's okay. It. <laughs> okay. Council member. I don't have any report. It's been a quiet month. Vice Mayor Vice Mayor Sorry. Um, yeah, nothing to report other than I did attend the uh, UWPA. Is it Water is Gold? Yeah. Water is Gold. Yeah. Um, Our water water. Yeah, which I thought was very informative, and I um, really enjoyed and thought that it's really well done. Yeah, extremely well done. Um, but we have Lab Code Monday, which I am not able to attend. If you're what is it? Hey. Wow. Oh, okay. oh, this Monday. Yeah, the 23rd, 23rd, I think. Um, and then you call week after that, February 1st. Which so, one? You can. I will be back for that, yeah. I think it's a bit. Yeah, Mr. Benoit, email me. And it's very difficult. I have it all sent in that in um, six o'clock. Yeah, six o'clock. Today I had UWPA budget meeting and without giving a whole lot away because we got to go through our actual full committee still, um, things are looking pretty good. So and there's some really interesting stuff coming up. So I'm excited about that. Um, I also attended the Water is Our Gold for UWPA. And it was pretty amazing. Um, I've actually got a lot of community feedback from a lot of people. And it was really exciting and good. Um, is it on our website? Is that on our website? The um, city's website? 
He said he was going to be up the next day, and I didn't see it. Yeah, almost. Yeah, it was it's somebody else asking about it, and they couldn't they find it either. Email me the link. For I don't it. think it's the link for the whole <laughs> meeting. Okay. Oh, yeah, I just have the link for the video. Yeah, yeah, I just want to see the video. Right, yeah. I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, it was. Almost the link wasn't working. There was oh, oh, almost oh, there was something wrong with the link. I got it. So not texting that. And everybody sign up for there's a tour. I think he's going to try and do a tour. If he gets enough people interested, they'll do a couple tours. So it'd be fun. Um, what else? Oh, I just want to throw out to all city staff, fire, police, water, sewer, office, who else? Public works, everybody. It's been an awesome couple of weeks. Um, it's been crazy the amount of stuff, water that's come down. So, um, flooding, roads, all sorts of fun stuff, Caltrans, everybody. Kill. Good job. We're all tired. Oh my god. I know. The last few weekends I've been out, yeah, it's been. It is slipped my phone. Oh my god, it's all ding, 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 ding. That's all I have. Okay, council member to Scornia. Anything to report? Um, I just am going to the CPPA meeting tomorrow, and um, that is it. That's all I have. Okay. Um, I have, just like everybody, I attended the UWPA video presentation. Um, that's really all I had to report. I don't have much going on either, um, other than the storms and all of the fun stuff that's been going on. And I think everyone has been doing a good job countywide. It's, it's been a struggle. Um, we have LAPCO, we have UWPA next week. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's all I have to report. Okay, item number nine, correspondence. We have the um, 2022 Consolidated Staff Report for the month of December. Anybody have any questions or comments on this? Seeing none, we'll move on to item 10, calendar, Rose. So I am going to create, as I said last meeting, um, a separate calendar. I'm going to invite you so you guys can have all your invitations. So it'll pop up in your calendar um, through your email. Oh, you're going to do it on SharePoint? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and then um, the other thing too, the Form 700, you make sure oh, you're yes, yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta go online. Whoever, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then if you need your passwords reset or anything like that, let me know. I'm the one that handles that. Probably need that for them. I know, me too. I have like four that I entered the than I have. Keep on me, Rose. Okay. All right. That's yeah. it. So thank, thank you. you in advance. I'll have to send you the docs for a lot. Oh, thank you. Uh -huh. And then uh, Jen and I are going to League of Cities. So oh, yes. yeah. That's yes. this, yeah. This week. Tomorrow, I'm going to be done with the Yeah. Well, I might try to. I don't know if I want to drive I that. I sent you early. an email earlier. I saw that and I haven't looked at it. It so kind of outlined everything. Yeah. You have to edit. I just don't want to do it. Okay. Yeah. It's a council member. New council members or ones that. 
couldn't go to COVID. Right. Right on. Awesome. I'm excited to go to the one where um, council meeting goes sideways. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the full agenda. Wait, it's you went it's online. on that link. Okay, then that's what there there like, uh -huh. Thank you for that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. If uh, nobody has anything else to talk about, I think we're going to move on to item number 11 adjournment for a motion. I'll second. A motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Aye. Aye. Aye.